It, it very well could be a short show, which would be, you know, which would be nothing to sneeze at. It would be nice finally to have a short show, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, I'm, I, I like to bloviate. So uh, what can I tell you? You know, uh, the show lasts a little bit longer than it sh- than, than probably it should. <laughs> anyway, welcome to our 149th meeting of um, our current event show, which used to be called the Soundbroker Mastermind Roundtable. Now it is called um, our current event show because basically people are going back to work. And as you could tell by looking at the panel today, um, it's, it's, it's small but mighty. And, uh, and I really do appreciate people watching and listening because you guys are listening. And the audience is growing for the show, which is great. So evidently what I'm saying must have some kind of merit uh, out there um, for people to want to keep enjoying what we're doing, which is great. And today's show, uh, the 149th, just remember it's an opinion show. So everything you hear, just do your own research. Um, But today's show is about artificial intelligence. We're going to talk about that. And of course, the subtitle was uh, blonde dyes hair brunette, because that used to be the definition of, uh, of artificial someone a blonde that would dye her hair brunette that would be artificial intelligence um let's see if that causes any controversy when you google it i I get that joke i get it yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) by the way you know that's artificial intelligence and when i we'll, we'll cover that in a little while but i did i did do some ai research with that and i'll tell you what we came up with so basically one of the things that just as a teaser i don't know if you saw this but uh, somebody had used artificial intelligence to put the Pope in a puffer jacket. And it was so real looking that people actually believed it. And we'll talk about that as well. So uh, that's, that's, it's, that's it's, it's just crazy. Um, so here in Thailand, we just came back from a little city called um, uh, Krabi which is spelled k-r-a-b-i it's a beach town resort and it was a beautiful little city and all of a sudden david dansky writes me and says hey they filmed the last episode of the bachelor in Krabi, thailand did anybody see that i happen to miss that episode and all the episode preceding that i never yep. saw that anyway uh, um no. but, but so, what is that my wife what? used to watch but I don't. I guess it's The Bachelor. I guess it's a bachelor looking for, you know, they put together, you know, an eligible bachelor. He's probably good looking. He's probably got some money. And then all these eligible bachelorettes who would like to land the whale, you know, per se, you know, even though I'm sure he doesn't look like a whale, you know, he probably is a whale, I would guess, uh, in that sense of Las Vegas terminology uh, of a whale being a, a gambler in the casino that's hugely wealthy right right that's it so um so basically i don't know if you guys go bungee jumping at all but here in thailand somebody went bungee jumping and the cable broke and he's just lucky that he was above a a pool of water uh and uh so he did not die he just got submerged with his feet tied and was able to swim back to the surface um and cnn reported on that and we'll throw the link in the chat on that so we were talking before we went online about the weather and according to 
everybody right now, the climate time bomb is ticking. The climate time bomb is ticking. The world is running out of time to avoid a catastrophe. The UN reports that warming is at an all-time high. Today, every day there's an article. Today, I read that the, the polar ice caps are melting and the cold water that's coming off of that is going to disturb the bottom waters and fish are going to, fish are going to, um, are you, I don't know what fish are going to do. I guess they're going to learn how to eat food rather than, you know, water food. I don't know. I don't know what fish are doing. But anyway, also in the rain system, now we're looking at, uh, let's see what, if we could see Fred's, what Fred's showing us. Let me pin that so, because you're not talking. That is Las Vegas, and it looks like it's going to be raining pretty heavy over there, I would say. Right, Fred? Yeah, it's, um, it's raining over on those mountains over there. That's looking west, I believe. The, oh, uh, the Spring Mountains. K1, the K1 speed place is right across the street. Uh, that's yeah. fun. That's the Palm Place. Yep. You know, I see, I see all of those, uh, well, they're like genie lifts. I don't know what they actually call them. Uh, pickers, uh, cotton pickers or something. Yeah, they're genie lifts. I wonder why they always have them up like that. So people don't turn them on and drive them around. Oh, that's what it is, eh? So you yeah. could drive them around from, I guess, from the cage up on top. Yes. Well, there you go. I just learned something new. Yeah, you can start them from down below and you can lower them if you know how to do that. But this is this is a way to deter people from just jumping on them and going because it takes time to get them down and yeah. all that sort of thing. Very good. I mean, uh, what can I say? What can I say? It's crazy. <laughs> Um, anyway, but the rain is coming and California, Southern California. Now, unfortunately, uh, our Southern California representatives are not in the room today, but basically they're probably out, you know, bailing water out of their houses or whatever, because uh, it's raining like crazy there. And uh, California now no longer has a, uh, a drought. They no longer have a drought. Uh, basically, it says here that their largest reservoirs are now full. So congratulations to California. You know, yeah. Somebody sent me an article of the the land that California took away from my family when I was in high school. It's called uh, Diamond Valley Lake. They're actually putting water back into it. Um, was good to hear. I guess it was yeah. pretty. Low. Well, it's better to be wet when you want to be wet, and better to have water when you need to drink, because you know you can go without food for I think a week without food, maybe a little bit longer. I guess some people have done hunger strikes going a month or so, but you can't go more than 96 hours without drinking water. Oh, well, there you go. So there you have it. Uh, do your own research on the time. Everybody's, you know, everybody's a little bit different. Some people might only have 95 hours. Some people might have 90 hours. Some people might go 100 without water. Uh, that's one of the things I'm not going to check out for you. So that's all there is to it, you know. So um, speaking of the ecology, the U.S. offshore wind energy lease sale for the waters in the Gulf of Mexico, an area long dominated by oil and gas production, um, will open up 300,000 acres of offshore water for floating wind turbines. Um, one area off the, the coast of Lake Charles, Louisiana, and two off the coast of Galveston, Texas. So that's really cool about you know, using wind power instead of oil power, but there is no way that they're going to get rid of uh, petroleum uh, anytime in 
in my lifetime or your lifetimes or anybody who's listening to this lifetime. Um, you know, the U.S. has billions for wind and solar projects, but good luck plugging them in. An, ex an explosion in proposed clean energy ventures has overwhelmed the system now for connecting the new power sources to home and businesses. So if everybody went to electric power, the system would fry at this point in time because there's not enough lines to carry all the electricity to where it's needed. Well, that's the crazy. Um, thing. Anybody here go solar yet? That's the crazy thing about what's going on in California, right? Didn't they mandate that there's no uh, no more uh, gasoline powered vehicle? That, that occurs in 2035. Yeah. Yeah, but I would say that that's going to be pushed. I can't imagine that they're going to be able to to get that so efficient that you can just say, hey, no, I mean, in Germany right now, they're, they're, they're experimenting with hydrogen uh, because they have like the largest industry in Germany is automaking and they don't want to go electric, but they might not have a choice because I, in the same article that I read, China now is really putting it all out balls to the wall creating electric cars. And so you're going to see more and more Chinese electric cars on the road, which basically is going to force everybody to go electric. So that's where we have it. Yep. I had an electric car. It was phenomenal. I had the BMW. Uh, I loved it. Uh, I3, but I had, I had battery anxiety. I was always afraid that I was going to run out of battery. You know, and that car had a little generator on it so that it would take 1.7 uh, gallons of, uh, of gas uh, to run the generator. And that would basically have enough power for the car to go anywhere, except you couldn't speed up and you had to go slow. And I thought it was crazy that you couldn't turn it on. It, it had to turn on by itself, whereas in Europe, they, they were allowed to use 2.5 gallons of gasoline, the same exact car, but because of the definition of um, electric cars and how you could get that $7,000 credit, they wouldn't allow you to put one more than 1.75 gallons in the car. So you could, if you were in Europe, you could get the more and turn it on and off when you wanted it. But in, in the United States, they made it impossible to do that just because of uh, you know the, the laws stating how uh, efficient a car should have to be to get the tax credit. Crazy, just crazy. This past weekend, uh, we went to Santa Fe skiing and uh, on our way back, there were two Teslas pulled over to the side, uh, obviously ran out of juice. <laughs> That's unusual for a Tesla to run out of juice, but are you sure that wasn't pulled over because uh, something had broken on the car, like the seat belts, the suspension? I mean, these cars are being recalled like crazy right now. I, I think it was the cold affecting the battery significantly. Yeah. That, uh, oh, that, I could see that. I've heard that. That would make total sense. Yeah. Especially. Yeah, it could be. It could be. It absolutely could be. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not I've an expert more, in that field. I've read stories about that. You know, but that reminds me right now of something that I've been just hearing over in my head over and over again, uh, because, you know, Adam Sandler won the Mark Twain Award or was awarded the Mark Twain Award. And one of my favorite expressions of all times 
comes from Mark Twain, and he, 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 he to quote him, it says, uh, it's better to keep your mouth shut and appear stupid than open it and remove all doubts. You know, so here I am, you know, uh, on a talk show. But I love that expression. It's so true. You know, it's really, really concise in the words. Uh, very, very nice oracle. So what is the Mark Twain? Why, where, where did that come from? Mark Twain? Mark Twain was a famous creative writer, and he started an award, which is given out at the Kennedy Center uh, every year annually to uh, celebrities uh, that have pro provided great entertainment to the people. And uh, la this uh, last award was uh, awarded to Adam Sandler. So not for his writing, just for his entertainment of the masses? Uh, for everything. It's all, it's all career. Everything that he's done. Ah, it's a... It's a Career to the best that. of my knowledge, I mean, Tina, you could Google what is the Mark Twain, you know, actually, we could do that a little later in the show, when we go to AI, uh, and uh, we could we could say, you know, what is the Mark Twain Award? And why is it given? And we can we can find that out just by going to Bard or any of the other. Um, AI. We could use that as an example. Let's see. Uh, but before we do that, I still have some other things I want to talk about. <laughs> Listen to this. This is fascinating. Leonardo da Vinci, Botticelli, and Rembrandt, they now, somehow, they have analyzed their paintings, and it seems that they use egg yolks in their paint. Is that not fascinating? To what, thicken it? Don't know. I don't know why they did it, but evidently they're saying that they may have used egg yolks in their oil paintings. And I, I don't know why they would use egg, egg yolks in their oil paintings, what that egg yolk would do. Maybe it gives it better yellow. I, I have no idea. Maybe. You know? Supposedly but another news story. A that, higher luster. Yeah, very that possible. Could that could be. Very possible, very possible. But here's a really interesting story that came out. So the DNA analysis of Beethoven's hair, check this out. So they, they had a few strands of Beethoven's hair. He actually sent a letter with some of his hair to somebody and they captured that and they had some other hair. And out of the seven strands, they found that two strands didn't belong to Beethoven, you know? But of the five strands, the five strands that they had, uh, they found out that, you know, that Beethoven, um, basically, there was some infertility in his family and with his mother's side of the family. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Beethoven, he's, you know, he's rolling over in his grave now, uh, you know, knowing that he, he might have been a bastard, who knows, you know. But, uh, but it's almost amazing to me, the guy died in... Uh, in uh, March of 1827, the exact date was March 27th. So that was two days ago, uh, hundreds of years before. He was 56 years old, Beethoven, and he lost his hearing nine years earlier. And he actually wrote the Ninth Symphony, one of his most famous, on the Unfinished Symphony. I guess the fifth is the most famous, you know. Dun -dun -dun -dun, dun -dun -dun, you know, I hope there's no copyright infringements on that. Um, but anyway, the Ninth Symphony, he wrote completely deaf. He never heard it. He never heard his own symphony perform. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. You know? You just heard it's the way composers are, though, just like Zappa. He used yeah. to hear that in his head, and then he put it out for the world. 
Well, look at this. Our fisherman has arrived. Uh, I hope you brought enough fish for everybody. What kind of fishing? Uh, I'm not eating fish tonight. I'm eating a casserole my wife cooked. <laughs> oh, well, that's uh, that's all right. It's good to see you. Good to hear from you. Um, yep. That that would be trout going? and redfish mostly. <laughs> there you go. Redfish. Now, what's that? What's going on in the music season? Season. What what is going on in the music situation down there in uh, New Orleans? What's happening up there? Uh, you know what? I am out of it because I'm retired, buddy. That's what I like. Our resident expert in music in, in <laughs> New Orleans is retired, so that's the end of that information. Uh, I can you know, tell you, the company the company's staying busy. Company's busy, and I, you know, I just try to keep up with. What's the wind and the tide doing? Because if the fish are going to be biting, I'll be out there. <laughs> now, do you use an app to find out when the tide is high and when the fish are biting? Yes. yes. What app do you uh, use? I, I mean, there, there's several different apps they, that they have. I, I have a wind app, actually, that tells me a certain area, how the winds are going to be blowing, what the tide's doing, whether it's rising or falling, how much. The biggest problem we have right now is with uh, what's called a diversion. They're flooding the area with fresh water. So we have to go further and further out to get speckled trout. <laughs> well, just so you know, uh, as, as, as Bob Dylan says, you don't need a weatherman to tell you which way the wind's blowing, you know? <laughs> you just lick your finger, hold it up. Is that fresh water coming from Mississippi? Yeah, it's coming from the river. Yep. Well, here's the deal. You got to stay alive for a little while longer, man. You got to stay alive because if trying. you can stay alive for eight more years, this guy, this guy, this former Google engineer, his name is Ray Kurzweil. He is predicting that in eight years, scientists will be able to prolong our lives indefinitely immortality they'll give everybody immortality humans will this guy's projecting that humans will achieve immortality in eight years and he has an 86 percent accuracy record in his predictions i don't know what he's predicted i guess he predicted he would be one year older in a year from now and he was right uh, so that you know that's one one answer he had that was right uh but basically ray kurtzwell predicts that nanobots will help achieve human immortality. And the, tech, the technology will repair cells and tissues and the, as the body deteriorates and it'll make it, it'll repair your body. Is that not fascinating? I want a transporter that we had on Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, a lot of things have happened. A lot of things have happened that we've created, you know, that was created in Gene Roddenberry's mind for Star Trek that we're using today, you know? Like for example, Tang. Oh no, no, that's NASA. Oh wait, um, you know. Um, that was uh, <laughs> no, the, the cell phone. The cell phone, the flip cell phone was basically, you know, the idea from Star Trek. Yep. Yep. Do you remember that episode, Jan? Where they used Which the use the transporter to fix Kirk? Kirk would have been no. dead. Really? He would have been dead. Yeah, they 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 ran him through the trans the, the transporter and they just pulled his profile from before he was sick, and when they when he rematerialized, he was just like he was when he left. 
And there you have it. Well, that's an episode. I'll have to go back and check my uh, my 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 history of Star Trek right after I go see John Wick's Four tonight, which we're going to go see. I hear it's a really good movie, by the way. Um, so is Shazam, supposedly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it will be. So um, basically, the Wall Street Journal is reporting right now that people are getting more disruptive at concerts and not for the reasons you might think it's not because they're getting there to be you know they're getting into fights or violence but they're doing it now for virtual moments for their social media campaigns they're basically they're saying it's just not about music anymore fans want their viral moments with a superstar but a new villain is hurting the experience for many super fans seeking five minutes of social media fame, and they're disrupting the show so that they could get their five minutes. You don't think that that's what's going on in the airline industry with all those people that go ballistic on an airplane? You know, that's a great idea. I didn't think about it, but it's very possibly true. Because yeah, everybody's got a cell phone, right? Yeah. They're getting, they're getting their 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, yep. Some people get more. Like, I wish Kenny was in the room, but Barry Manilow is now going to go back. Barry Manilow is heading back to uh, Radio City Music Hall. So for those people in New York or the sound of my voice that are listening to this, uh, the concerts are scheduled for May 31st and June 1st through 4th uh, at Radio City. So if you're a Mar Barry Manilow fan, uh, now you know where you can see him in New York. And that's being reported by Polestar. Also, here's a really interesting story. If you remember last week, we spoke about ticket pricing and how they were gouging people. Well, The Cure, The Cure, the band The Cure, they said that's not cool. So basically, as the tourists, they, as they started selling tickets, the tickets were $20 a piece, right? But it turns out that one viral post showed four tickets for 20 bucks each turned out to have $92 in fees added on. So the cure for $43 for seat, the tickets were, the tickets were costing $43, what, but the cure was only selling them for 20. Yeah, did anyway, we, have, we talk about this with the, with Ticketmaster and whatever last week or whenever well, the last time I was, I was on with yeah. the thing. Yeah, I mean it's 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 too bad that the bands really don't have control of their own deal anymore. They should be. Well, they do in this case. The Cure demanded that they refund these fees, and so now anybody who anybody who bought a a, a, a ticket for their show and paid fees, Live Nation is going to be returning their fees. Good for them. Uh, uh, Fred, it's out of uh, it's it's crazy. It's out for of control. Taylor. Uh, I'm never I mean, going to a concert I seriously, I'm never going to go to another concert again in my lifetime. $500 and up to go see somebody live is just insanity. When I saw Led Zeppelin for six bucks, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, I mean, saw, right I saw, now. I saw, uh, I saw uh, the Grateful Dead for $7.25, and I've got the ticket stub to prove it. That's it. So it's right. easy. And I yeah. mixed the uh, <laughs> Jan, I mixed the Grateful Dead at uh, the Columbus Agora, and it was two dollars and fifty cents. And there were people paying with quarters at the <laughs> unbelievable. 
was was Thomas Edison in the room? <laughs> no, Hank Wakani was in the room. <laughs> all right. You know, because, uh, you know, he invented, uh, you know, kind of electricity. That's all I'm saying. No, no, no. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I know, but you don't know who like, uh, Hank Wakani is. He's he, trying to sell the dirt, Greg. Yeah, I know, I know. And it's a comedy show here, Greg. Comedy, comedy, you know. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, that's, I mean, the, that's the hey. problem with comedy. When you got to describe the, the joke, it's no longer funny. You know, that was why I had to stop performing live. Uh, you yeah. Know, but, I mean, but could, that could be a great act. You know, you tell a joke and then you describe the joke somehow. And that becomes your act of describing the joke. Yeah. Uh, Hello, Adam too much work Sandler. For me. Yeah. Speaking of jokes, uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to play for the Jets. <laughs> yeah. What is I mean, Tina, that's your uh, that's your bellywick. What 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 is going on there? <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> did he finally sign? I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I just read these things in the paper that that seem to be interesting. So uh, you know, <clears throat> I know nothing about that. I know nothing. He's following nothing. the footsteps of Brett Favre. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I work with cyber currency, so he's going to be indicted, you know, being you know, sued. <laughs> Who knows, man? Listen, That's cyber uh, currency. Uh, Tina, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, the master here, Jan, has been, uh, yeah, he's been in the spa for the past 10 days. So, you know, you got to cut him some slack. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, Steve though in, is now baiting hooks for people, you know. You know. Uh you know, if you go fishing with Steve, you know, you could pay him to bait your hook, you know. Yeah. So, no, I I'm not a paid captain. I just do it for my friends and for fun. That's right. I heard you just got right. a promotion. Now you're the masturbator over there. Uh, so oh, no. I'm oh, saving that job Lord. for you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> this is uh this is a mastermind show and you were the host and you went that deep well what this with uh, you know being a baiter of hooks and you're a master at that you know so you would call a master baiter you know that's it oh. i mean get, get your mind out of the garbage man that's it you know oh you know. excuse me yeah you said it three times already so. okay so you 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 know here's an interesting here's an interesting thing if you don't know if you don't know if you're not a, if you're not aware of something like your child would not be aware of uh, of a sexual act, and you showed him a picture of there's this famous thing called Les Dauphins, uh, and uh, I'll try to find it. Uh, maybe next week we'll I'll I'll look it up. And there's a picture, and basically don't go there. No, seriously, there's a picture of it's 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 dolphins in a bottle, and uh, but you could also if you if if you're sexually active. You won't see the dolphins. You will only see a man holding a woman in a provocative pose. But right. a kid who has no idea what sexuality is, they'll see every dolphin. They won't see the couple. But you, on the other hand, where you know, not knowing where your mind is, you might just see the dolphins. Uh, you know, I can't. I have a hard time seeing the dolphins. You know, that's all I could say is. But you might see every dolphin right Tina. off the bat. Can I you saw... don't clap the boss, please? Oh my gosh! Anyway, yeah. <laughs> speaking of, 
Speaking of unbelievable things right now, the U.S. Passport Office, if, you go, if you're thinking about going overseas, you better, you better get your passport in order right now. The uh, Passport Office is now taking 10 to 13 weeks for an, exp an, an expedited passport is taking seven to nine weeks. It's crazy what is going on right now um, with, the, um, with, with what's happening in the passport world. It's yeah. just absolutely nuts, you know? Yeah. So uh, get your passport. Get well, your passport. Even people you that uh, even expedited services is still going to be uh, three seven to nine weeks. weeks it's taking right now. Well, for expedited service. Well, when I got my passport, it took two months. So. And I paid for expedited. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, because well, I just crazy. renewed it. You know, it's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Well, hey, uh, hey, hey uh, Jan, I, I needed to ask you did you get your uh, uh, visa? Thai visa? visa? Yes, my visa. I've got my visa. Uh, and I just got my driver's license. So yeah, I can now drive legally. Actually, I was always driving legally, but uh, uh, yeah, but now I have a AAA card. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot easier to get around the country now with a driver's license rather than you know because you with a driver's license they accept that as ID here, so you don't need your passport when you when you're traveling local or checking into a hotel, mm -hmm. which is a it, it's a it's a benefit for sure. It's yeah. absolutely a benefit. Hey, Ken Porter's in the room. Thank you, Ken, for joining us. Um, Everybody is talking about Nashville right now, not in a not in a good way, or some things yeah. in a good way. What's in it horrible? But basically, it's a horrible situation. What's happening, and it's right in your backyard, Ken. It's having dinner. It's basically having getting a snack. Um, basically, it's a a trans person that's lashing out against uh, Christian backgrounds that he grew up in and uh, went after certain people that he caused, thought were against him when he was younger. Right. Yeah, didn't he go to that school? Didn't he, or he yeah. or she or it yeah. or them, whatever they're calling him these days? He went to school and changed and now he's a she. And it just was, was all vindictive, hatedness stuff there. And basically there's a, there's, they're trying to organize a trans um, hatred things coming up about trans against Christians that the Christians should be wiped off the earth because they are against their <clears throat> their beliefs. Oh, oh that Lord. I hope they don't do that, man. Where is so, Lou Reed when we really need him? Yeah, no kidding. You're right. You you are correct right there, Jan. I I just you know as a Floridian, um, you know I see all these politicians and thumpers going back and forth and i'm like going hey um you know well yeah especially living in florida greg if you wrote a book it would be banned i i mean really yeah, yeah no shit you know and, no the, shit. and in las uh, vegas it would, would be triple x rated maybe four x rated your book right you know i, but, I would have to say jan landry and night bob and that yeah. back you know yeah, I would go. like to write a book. I would like to write about a book about my life, but I am afraid that statute of limitations of some of the things that I did are still in effect. So I have to be careful. Oh, but, oh, what, what? But it's a horrible seven thing years? that's going on right really? now. Really? What were you doing seven years ago, Jan? 
in seven Vegas. years ago. Uh, seven years ago, I cleaned up a little bit. You know, all right, Tina, you got to spill the beans. What was Dan doing seven, seven years ago? Seven years ago, he was actually at his uh, changing point. So I'm just oh, saying, okay. actually, you, you my back, life changed you when I was about back. 38 years old. Uh, my <laughs> I, I, my, my ex wife changed <laughs> my life. A, his third morphosis. Okay, that's what I'll say. Seven years ago, he went through his third morphosis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's when I started. That's when I started watching uh, kitty porn, but not K I D D Y. It was K I T T Y, kitty. Yeah, you know, like yeah, little, like yeah, cats. Yeah. You know, but uh, you know, but uh, that's you know, that's they're so adorable. What can I tell you? Okay, those are jokes, gotta be people. careful. Those are jokes. <laughs> yeah. So you is know. that when you're a member of the Gay Animal Rights Association? Uh, well, you know, I was I was happy, but never gay. You know, that's it. You know, I was oh, gay. I, you know, that's right. one of the things that that's one of those things I have to admit that never really. Uh, you know, I experimented with a lot of things, but that was one of those things that I never experimented with. Dan, you know, I, just I didn't, knew you when you like that was broke, it. You know, it wasn't sir. my calling in life. Didn't you uh, <laughs> write the expose on Aardvark Love? Uh, actually, uh, actually, Aardvark's one of my, well, I, I spent five years learning how to spell the word, you know, finally I got it, uh, you know, but don't ask me to spell it right now, I'd be on the spot, you know, right. But speaking hey, of where hey, we're going, hey, you Tina, know, Tina, I know I'm going to interrupt you, sir, Jan. Uh, I knew Jan Landry when he had a fro and he was wearing bell bottoms. <laughs> that, that was the first time, right? When he went from the fro to the businessman? Yep, yep, yep. I mean, Fred knows that yeah, you're so busted, sir. Yeah, uh, you know, Sly, you know, Sly Stewart, you know, me, me and Sly, you know, we were like this. You know, we yeah. you know, we 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 shared afros, you know. I, I didn't know Jan back then. I'm just I'm just assuming I'm asking the question. Was that the first transformation? Because <laughs> Tina says he's on number three. So yeah, oh, I'm. Uh, I, it's way past that, man. I transform. You know, I'm like a transformer. Um, you know, but basically, in the old days, I was pretty wild. You know, I was. You know, yeah, when I turned when I turned uh, 1819, the Vietnam War was going on. We we had a draft system in those days. Uh, you know, it was you know sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Uh, and I was I bought in that I bought into that ticket for sure. You know, make make love, baby, not war, peace. No, you know, no, and give me another line, please. Well, you know, if you yeah, got me, yeah. you didn't have to ask. <laughs> if you were around me, you didn't have to ask. That's for sure. That was the. I had plenty of lines in those days. You know, more than I have today. Were you, you know, trust so. no one over thirty? You know, that's what the who said, and now now everybody's over over sixty. You know, I that was Bob I mean, Dylan that said that. It just blows my no. I think it, it it was actually a song called "We Won't Get Fooled Again," uh, and uh, it was the Who that basically came out and said that. Uh, but yep, it could have yeah, been Bob Dylan as well. That's beat saying, "Yeah, I've had enough blow. All right, you know, I'm not going to get fooled again." So. Yep, that's right. Because Greg, you missed it before you came in. I was I was saying my favorite line of of all time comes from Mark Twain. And it says it's better to keep your mouth shut and appear stupid than open it and remove all doubts. That's what I believe. And I said that earlier, but it's, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. So it's a, it's a winner. It's a winner. I tell you, 
I so love anyway, what's your going passive on? aggressive, uh, 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 you know, love, my friend. Yes, yes, yes. You know that's uh, that's one of the that's one of the uh, the the faults of growing up in New York City with a family of of a of hundred. You know, uh, you know, we were just one of a hundred. We would, you know, sometimes I got lost in the shuffle. You know, they didn't know where we were for days, days on end. I tell you, I had a I had a fend for myself. You know, um, well, but speaking of which, what's going on now with Dolly Parton Cyrus? I mean, and Florida, here you go. They're banning Rainbow Land. This, this concert was going on in Florida, and they were going to sing yep. Rainbow Land. And oh, yeah. Well, oh. yeah. I mean, Florida is so anti Rainbows. How could, you be, how could you be against a rainbow or a unicorn? Is I don't know. Did you say Dolly Parton? Yep. I just was watching a documentary on the way here about her. Yeah, fascinating yeah. woman. That fascinating. A great, uh, uh, Fred, that's a great documentary, by the yeah. way. Yeah, I don't know who produced it, but yeah, props. Yeah, if the if the Wi-Fi is working on my Southwest flight home, I hope to watch the other half on the way home. It was pretty cool. good. Very cool. Well, Where are you, moving right along, I wanted to talk about artificial intelligence, and I as I look around the room, I could see we've got plenty of experts. So, <laughs> what do you want to know? So we, so has anybody experimented with any of these, like Bard or ChatGPT or Dolly or any of them? Dolly. They this. are a lot of fun, but they are not accurate. They are not accurate right now, but they do right a lot now of good things. Is is uh, uh, Jan the last two words right now? They yeah. are going to be extremely accurate. I predict uh, AI in front of house desks soon. I no. predict AI. No, no, they're, they're going to set up your mix. And then, yes, Fred, you go ahead and do your thing, uh, you know, but. You know, it's kind of like, so it's like, I don't know. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, oh God, the the word is escaping me. But it's basically, you know, like when you subservient, you know. So like basically, you get on the boat and you say, "AI captain, AI captain." You know, you got to say yeah. it like that, you right. know. So you know, but the reality is, is that you know. So I did uh, the show title was about the joke where the definition, you know, what's the definition of artificial intelligence? And that would be a blonde that dyes her hair brunette, right? No. So I, <laughs> I I put that hey, through. Listen, I'm, I, you know, I'm living with a blonde right now. You're looking at it and- Dolly Yes. And you're in big trouble right now, so. Well, let's, so. let's put it this way, she, you know, let's put it this way. It's the old, one of the oldest jokes in the world. And so I Googled it. And when I Googled it, I got 7,590,000 results back in about a second and a half. You just using right. Google, plain Google. And then right. I did it with Bard and I did it right. with, I did it with, uh, with um, ChatGPT and I did it with another service. And I, I, I really highly recommend this one. If you get a chance, it's free right now. It's called proximity.ai. Right. 
proximity right. it's really cool so um basically the the first one the chat gpt this is what it said as an ai language model i don't have personal preference or physical features such as hair to dye however i can provide information on the topics of hair dyeing including dyeing blonde hair brunette yeah and then it goes to dye blonde hair brunette you need to choose a hair dye in the appropriate shade of brown and it goes into a serious aspect of how you color your right. hair and the, the the last line was keep in mind everyone hair is unique and can react differently to hair dye whereas when i google that it it gave me you know pages and pages and pages of the joke and memes of the joke and everything else like that right. bard when i did that it said ai powered dyeing hair systems are becoming increasingly popular as they offer a more precise and natural way to look so basically that too took it serious and perplexity said the phrase artificial intelligence is a pun used in a joke about a blonde who dyes her hair brown the joke is often told in different variations but the punchline remains the same yeah you can that's find this joke on various websites so Fred, proximity seemed to have the best answer in our business excuse me to talk over you jen uh Fred, what I'm saying in our business, AI is going to supplant uh, show files. Well, how do you figure? How do you figure, Greg? Because every every engineer's got their own idea of, of what you do to those engineers. Not you know, you're not just taking in single sources off of everything. The creative right. comes from how you manipulate those sources. I think. I, no, I, I, no, but but a show file was just saying here we start, and then. So, the are you saying you will on. say to the say to the AI assistant, uh, take these show files and mix them as if the way the way um, you know uh, Greg Baker would mix them. No, no, it's a starting point. So well, you have to, the starting point. You have to right. give it a show, or you're saying that it would create the starting point. Yes. It would create the starting point. What do you think? I think that that's probably, you're probably correct. You, it probably could do that. But I think that there's a lot of engineers that are going to disagree with what the result is. Absolutely. I'm because it's not how they, it's not their style. It's not what they do, what they, what they have interacted with the right. band, how the band wants to sound with the producers, whatever. I mean, again, that's not my industry. I'm in the sports business, so. I, yeah, I'm, no, no, I, no, but, but show. Uh, you gotta understand, you're at a desk, an AI enabled a desk. We're gonna get AI enabled desks. I mean, we have to accept that as engineers. Problem, the They're problem gonna that's come. gonna be is, is latency to the server. Yeah. It's gonna be the issue of how to do it and how to keep it in a timely manner. The other one is interesting too. What was the article? There was one that the LSU girl gymnast that got uh, reprimanded yes. at school for saying that she was had a, had AI write her paper. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, all I'm saying is is that we all have show files. Can you walk around if you engineer, you know, and uh, you have a USB stick? And it has, you know, all your show files in. It happened. Um, 
go where you have the time, but not live. In a recording studio, maybe. Sure. But mm. because you have the luxury of time, you don't have the luxury of time when you're live. Did you guys no. see a damn show that they're doing a uh, critique or a mix off from people sending things and going to have like Chuck Ainley and a bunch, several like five engineers kind of critique and, and see what they have. And they're going to set up a immersive, um, um, uh, was it a, yeah, yeah, it's a consolation. Yeah. I have a consolation here at home. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're they're going to set up an Atmos room, big big room there for listening for people listening to in critique mixes. Yeah, but you know, Ken, I mean, Atmos will never be live, will it? Yeah, I mean, it's I'm trying to make it. Yeah, live wait a second, wait a second. I might disagree with that. I mean, nothing is like live it's per se, but Atmos, what the the, the what they what, what they've been able to accomplish with Atmos is the most intense ability to listen to music that I have ever heard in my life, way beyond live, because you're able to hear the music. If it, it like when I went to John McBride's Blackbird Studio and and he gave me a demonstration of Atmos, it was crazy it was like the music was coming not from to my ears but in from my head outwards it was like living in the middle of my brain and my brain was able to decipher any instrument that it wanted and basically place it in any 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 place i wanted it in my brain it was the most intense listening experience i have ever i mm -hmm. i have ever experienced yeah, yeah Jan, i totally agree with you but can you tell me that you can get that the same experience at MSG? Have you been to Dolby Live Theater in Vegas, the one where they have the, the full Atmos rig in there with the electricity? Yeah. <clears throat> they even have it to where they have a top to bottom drop so they can do airdrop sound down or firing going up. I haven't yeah. been there, but, but as they perfect it, and I guess maybe that's where artificial intelligence will come in to assist in that aspect of it right. to enhance the listening experience but the reality is is it's still not there yet and it's not going to be there for a while but here's an interesting thing today i saw an ad out that google is now looking google is now looking for for our uh intelligent engineers and they're paying 335,000 a year for that yep. position yep AI is a place to go, a uh, place to be. I'm 70 years old, uh, you know. Well, so, didn't Disney just lay off all their AI department today? Yes, they did. 126,000 people. Wow. They can't all be in AI, 126,000 people. No, no, no. Yeah, overall. Do overall. your own research on that, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, do yeah. your own research. <laughs> Over the next three months, they're talking about 7,000 going. All right, AI people, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of AI, we have Mr. Hare in the room, and he knows Chef Hare. Put it Chef Hare, yes. Nothing artificial. Just make sure you don't get any hair in the food. That's all I'll have to return it, you know, hey. Oh, you know? Nothing artificial hey. in the cooking. Hey, there's a fly in my soup. Uh, what's it doing there? Uh, backstroke? Okay, yeah. You know. Speaking of artificial, 
my daughter who's a vegan comes up with all these different, you know, faux meats and I'm like, how many chemicals are stuck in these things and are growing stuff and like, who wants to eat this stuff? I tell you what, Chef Hare's uh, creations are auto-magical. But the, Thank the texture you for of, sharing. of the faux meat just bothers me. Soylent <laughs> green. You say? Soylent green. Mmm, good. Mmm, good. You can get it here in Thailand. They they sell it. Mmm, delicious. I tell you, delicious. A little bit of, you know, grilled onions. I will not be posting that. All right. <laughs> I always thought that people were missing the no. boat. You could bring your grandmother's bones in and make bone china out of it. Oh, Lord. And well, so, really? soon with the digital printing, you'll be able to make any, you'll be, you should be able to make food, you know, like with 3D printing, you should be able to make your own food as well, you know, so we'll see what happens. You do have a food printer. Oh. It made cheesecake. Oh. Which Jan loves, right? Tina. Cheesecake, no, I've never been a fan of, uh, I mean, coming from New York, I've never been a fan of cheesecake. I always thought it was too thick and rich. For my my taste, you know, give Speaking me of, a chunky monkey ice cream or Ben and Jerry's. Uh, what's what's that? Uh, Jerry Cherry Garcia. Oh my God, Cherry Garcia ice cream is by far the. I mean, that is divine food at, at its best. I mean, you know, really. No, they started making that without actually asking him, and when he found out, rather than sue them, he just made them agree to give it all to one of their charities that they supported. Yeah, they still do. Recall, you took to David and I to the Cheesecake Factory in Las Vegas. Yeah, but that's for the food, not for the cheesecake. You know. <laughs> speaking, speaking of cheesecake, I'm, we're going to go to blue back to Blueberry Hill. We went there for for breakfast this morning. We're going to they have a blueberry crumble cheesecake in the display case. Oh, oh have you Lord. have you had their blueberries there yet? That they make fresh daily. I have not, but we're going oh, back for the order it and have them grill it. It's the best. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I got to love it. I got to love it, Fred. With all the restaurants in Las Vegas, you pick Blueberry Hill. God bless you, man. God bless you. Oh, you know? Blueberry Hill is phenomenal. It's yeah, like, they have great daily like, specials. It's like IHOP, Marie Callender's, um, Cheesecake Factory. You know, it's like all these restaurants rolled into one. It's great. And the, all the, every page is just phenomenal. No, I know where it is. It's 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 right on Flamingo. There's one on Flamingo. There's one. There's one by. There's actually one by my house or yeah, over in Henderson. There's one that's open twenty four hours. Yeah, the one on Flamingo. Maybe flamingo you should Maryland. order. Maybe you should order a grilled flamingo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Jan, you haven't asked. Uh, what's Roland doing? Hello, I haven't sir. asked you what? Yo, no, we have a, a wonderful... Oh, Sam, Sam, you're talking about Sam. Yeah. This well, that's because, yeah. you know, you can't get in a word edgewise with all us talkers here. Sam's quiet, laid back. He's a good man, you know? No, no, not Sam. It's Roland. Yeah, Sam, why, why you know, you? I know you like to be called Sam, so why is it Roland today? Roland is my first name. Sam is my middle name. Ah, okay. That makes sense. Uh, in high school, they called me Sam. And once I got in the business, uh, Roland was it. 
Oh. Well, are we What's doing up? business right now? Because let me know what I should call you. Yeah, you can call me whatever you want as long as it's not late for dinner. Yeah, at Blueberry Hill. There you go. All right. And this has been a paid political <laughs> announcement for Blueberry Hill. So did anybody see the, and especially down there, down there in Nashville, did you see that uh, the uh, the Valencia puffer jacket that the Pope was wearing? Did you see that? Yeah, poofy. Yeah. That he was wearing a puffer jacket. It was artificial intelligence that, <laughs> that created cool it. it. It looked so real that people really believed that he was really wearing that jacket. Didn't I see something on the news here just this afternoon, though, that he's sick right now? Isn't he ill? Yeah, he's very yeah. He's, he's sick. He's, he, he, what is he? He's 86 years old, the guy. Is this, yeah. which one? And is this the one that, did the one die that was, was very that that kind of retired it took um yeah yeah he already passed away Ken. no this is the this is this is the real pope right now this pope francis the pope yeah. The, the, yeah he's really the current sick. pope he was a michelin man guys um uh, y'all and no offense anybody no they really did it well they had like a little they had a cross on the jacket i mean it looked real it looked amazingly believable it was like if you i mean google it um i think we have a we have we have the link we have the link uh if you google it put it in the chat would you like to walk into a gig wearing those threads i mean really going yeah i mean you could stretch your spouse going yeah Okay, move the front of the house to the left, 12 inches. Okay, you know, uh, Scoville, I'm sorry, you can't have nine, 19 uh, screens. You're going to have to cut it back to 12. You know, <laughs> <laughs> has anybody heard his mix this year? He's out on the road yeah. right now. Yeah, Ken is the, the Pope mix? No. Scoville. The Starship Enterprise mixed position? Yeah. Yeah. They're incredible, Ken. They really are. Let me see. Let me let me see if I could show you this. Uh let's see. Uh let me show you, I think. I don't know if it'll let me show it to you. Uh let me see. I'll try it and see if it there it is. You see it? It's coming. Nope. There it is. No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's the Pope. Yep. Yeah. And they believe you see the cross down there in the middle? See the cross? Yep. And they actually believe that it was a, that was that was really is that was really him. It was really it's it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool, you know. So Yeah, to get back uh, uh to Ken, uh yeah. Robert uh, I mean Robert's doing it right. Um yeah. Um, yeah, it's really good. If you get a chance, go listen. Oh my God. So, I mean, you might want to ask, you might want to go into any of these, uh, like I said, perplexity is, uh, mixed perplexity, uh, proximity is my favorite one. And I, I, I asked it, 
you know, what, it, you know, what is sound broker? And it was, you know, it really uh, gave me a good answer. Uh, just, uh, you know, sound broker is a, a membership based website that connects buyers and sellers of professional audio, video, staging and lighting equipment. It was founded in 1997 headquarters in Paradise, Nevada. Sound broker has a team of experienced professionals who help buyers and sellers find the right equipment for their needs. The website also offers a variety of resources such as tutorials, articles, and a forum. Soundbroker is a valuable resource for anyone who's looking to buy or sell professional audio, video, staging, lighting equipment. The website offers a wide selection of equipment, competitive prices, and excellent customer service. I couldn't have written that better myself. Thank you, Proximity, yep. for writing some I beautiful know. reviews I, I, of I, our I service. I was just going to say, Jan, uh, uh, you need to uh, write uh, chat uh gpt whatever it is a check stroke them a check because and just uh, let me i'll tell you what you know i'm i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you my paypal account just send me a little bit of money that you'd like me <laughs> to give them and i will you know that's all i could say <laughs> no, no, thanks no, about that you know I, you know you're you know you know greg you're becoming a fabulist <laughs> You could buy the AI a cup of coffee, a, a virtual cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah that's right. You hey, go. you can buy a Soundbroker a virtual cup of coffee anytime you want. The only person who's ever done that, though, is uh, is um, is Wayne Sims from Australia. He bought me a cup of coffee. That was that yeah, was great. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we miss Wayne, by the way. Um, yeah, we need an Aussie in here to, uh, you know, keep you on the middle path. <laughs> Listen, I'm on the right path right now. I'm on the right path. And with that in mind, we're on the right path. Uh, well, let's just talk about anything that we need to before I say goodbye to the uh, social media world, uh, because basically we're, we're just hitting the hour mark and I don't want to go much longer than an hour. So right. does anybody have right. anything they want to share with social media? Well, I'm going to ask everybody. Uh, Kurt, are you doing okay? Am I doing okay? Yeah, no, let's no, not I let's mean, not put uh, anybody on the spot right now, Greg. Kurt, I, I I heard you had a really rough. <laughs> no. Oh oh, please, Jan. Uh, all right, are you doing okay, gig wise? Uh, I got plenty to do. It would be great if people would remember how to advance a show, though. Like yeah, in like yeah, a reasonable you. amount of time. So other than right. that, it's all good. Right. Hey, well, just one thing about, you know, payables. I just want you to know, make sure you send that invoice out so that we can pay you on time so you don't have to complain that, man, nobody's paying me because Soundbroker will pay you. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. well, because Tina's in charge. You're not. That is not invoices. It's called invitations to give you money. That's oh, right. That's okay. right. I'd settle some for some information about what I have to bring and who I have to bring it for. Yeah, good. That's where you that's need good. AI AI booking. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. AI booking—that's what I need. I need an AI to AI to replace me. That's it, you know. Um, but I guess you you know I I guess okay. as a, you know I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut like my like Mark Twain recommends. You know, that's right. it. That's all. Um, how's like it going? AI broker uh, in uh, Norland. You know who to un unmute. Come on. Everybody. Yeah, I um I. I'm retired, Greg, and be honest with you, I'm, I'm kind of staying out of most 
everything that's going on. It's festival season starting up down here, though. Right, right, You're about right. Ready for uh, Jazz and Heritage Festival, right? Yeah, that starts up uh, the end of April. Last week, April, first week of May. So, do you unretire for that? No, no, I have nothing to do with it anymore. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you still got boxes, though. You know, right? No, you we still got uh, gear. We're not doing anything for Jazz Fest. Really? Wow. Yeah. Not yeah. not unless there's some some offsite stuff that the company's picking up. But to be honest with you, I'm staying out of it. My son's running it. It's on him. Oh, there you go. All right. I'm I'm, I'm handling grandkids and fishing. Right. <laughs> so you at, you, uh... at, at crawfish? Is it crawfish uh, season? Yeah, it is crawfish season, actually. Uh, yeah, we'll probably be boiling some up in a couple of weeks. All right. All right. I All went right. there. I went there for the crawfish. And let me tell you something. This man knows how to cook. He knows how to make them crawfish. Uh, I never had them. You know, you suck that juice out of the heads. I don't know. I got he got a New York boy to do that. And I'm telling you, I haven't done it since. And uh, but there's no reason except I have to go back to his house to do it. So that's all there is to it. Yeah, I did boil anyway, some crabs. I boiled some crabs two days ago. Lady, right here to eat some crawfish, and she's like going, "No, no, 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 Greg." This is a girl from Wisconsin. Uh, and I'm like going, "Hey, who has, who has fished and have eaten every type of fish available in Wisconsin?" Being from Wisconsin, did you see our show last night? We we featured cheese curds. Yeah. <laughs> Cheeseburgers? Cheese curds. Oh, oh curds. gosh. Oh, my fave. Absolutely. And well, that's what I like. You guys are eating fish, and I'm eating crow. That's it. And with that, I'm going to say goodbye <laughs> right, to say I'm going to say goodbye to social media right now. Just remember, click the like button, even if you didn't like this show. What do I care? You know, just click the like button. It'll help, especially on YouTube. It'll increase the audience. You know, remember to subscribe. You know, you'll be able to download it on any of your favorite podcast players. If you want to listen to it, we're on we're on every every possible medium known to man, including Spotify, Apple Music, uh, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, you name it. We're there, uh, and uh, we'll, we've got a lot to talk about, and we'll, we'll have to talk about it again next week. Just remember, everything you heard today is an opinion, so do your own research. Um, and next week, the teaser is go we're going to talk about how to make a huge amount of money. With that oh, in mind, oh, just remember, you make it happen. Stay safe, stay healthy, have a great weekend, a uh, great week, and we'll see you again next week for our 150th show. So tell your friends, 150th, unbelievable. I didn't think I was capable of doing anything more than one or two, and we've done 150. So there you have it. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for participating. Thanks for watching, and we will see you again next week. So remember, as I always say, you make it happen, and just remember to keep your mouth shut in the right situations. <laughs> What's that good, for me? Good, good advice.